Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Welcome back to The Missing Piece, everybody. What we're going to talk about today is, you know, honestly, it's it's one of my favorite topics. It's decision making, which, you know, we've, we've maybe talked about this extensively on the extensively in the past. But one of I'm, I'm going to give you guys a very simple rule for how I've been able to be pretty decisive. It's a pretty big, um, you know, pretty, pretty big pivotal moments in my life and in my business. And it's a very simple rule. All right. So before we get into it, let's just go make sure that you know that for all things, Paul, Angie, in this podcast, you can go to missingpeacepodcast.com. For starters, I would love it if you left us a review. Just grab your phone, um, grab your phone with the, with the thing you're doing right now, pop in a few sentences of, of what you've liked about our podcast. We'd love to hear about it. Secondly, we'd love for you to follow us on social media, which you can find all of our social media channels by going to missingpeacepodcast.com. There's a tab for me. There's a tab for Angie. You can see Angie's YouTube channel. You can see all the amazing content she puts out on YouTube, on her Instagram, and then all the uh, other free downloads and resources she has. I, I'm not going to lie. I've been on Instagram for a long time and I am starting to post more now, but I'm fairly new to the game. Either way, I'm building my Instagram. Plus, you can go join a free Facebook group, and I've got a few resources of my own on there. In fact, I just completed today. Uh, I just completed my my dude's guide to cutting because why, why did I do the dude's guide to cutting? Because too many times, guys like they they lie to themselves and say that they're okay being fat because um, they feel like dieting is really really a womanly thing to do. And I know you're not okay with being fat. <laughs> I'm not calling you fat. What I'm saying is you don't have to be on a quote unquote diet and you don't have to be feminine to watch what you eat. There's, there's a way that dudes can do it too. That is as our most things, dudes, pretty simple and pretty straightforward. And that's why I put the resource together. All right. And so, um, it, it makes getting lean very easy. If you can just shift, shift your lens and look, look at it the way I see it on this PDF, you can read it in less than 10 minutes. Anyway, that's over at missing peace podcast. Or yeah, go to missing Click on Paul's button. There's a, there's a download there. All right. Now let's talk about, it. let's talk about uh, decision-making process. So in the last episode, well, it, it depends which order they, they, come out. Maybe it's the last episode. Maybe it's the next episode. I'm not really sure. But I talked a lot about efficiency. Okay. So meaning so many times we get, we, we get anxiety if we're not being quote unquote efficient. If every second of every day isn't plugged with something filled with, filled with some sort of productive task. And the whole point was that efficiency doesn't always lead to the actual result (laughs) you want anyway. Getting a result is actually a very inefficient process or it can look like an inefficient process on the surface, right? So that's why you see see some people who are very, very effective in business and they're out golfing and they're going for their morning runs and they're getting massages. And you're like, what the hell? Like if you really saw the way that some of those – 
some really effective business people lived compared to how some really, you know, maybe not successful business people live, including myself, you know, maybe five years ago, you'd be like, man, this person's working way harder for such a small result. And this person's over here golfing every week, golfing. It's three hours at least. And they're making 10, 20, 30 times the, the, the um, return. And, you know, guys, I'm not going to lie. So, so for those, if you're new here, um, I, I own an online fitness coaching business. We're 100% online now. But before that, how I got into it is I had a brick and mortar gym for like almost 10 years before it got shut down because of the COVID. Anyway. There was a time where obviously I got into fitness because I love fitness, but there was a time where my fitness suffered because I didn't have time to take care of myself or so I told myself in, in, you know, the, the quote unquote grind was real. The grind was real, meaning I was up very early to get to that first 5 a.m. class. I was at the gym very late. I had to clean up. I had to do all this shit myself. And looking back at it now, I'm like, wow, was I an idiot? I should have hired a, that cleaner who quoted me at 1500 bucks a month. Man, I didn't have 1500 bucks a month at the time. But maybe I should have. Because what the hell's the point having a business if you're a freaking slave to it? And guys, I know we're talking about decision. We'll get around to it later. But the point is... If I didn't have to clean up, I could have spent that time doing whatever I wanted, including working out. So maybe, just maybe, if I had spent that time working out and taking care of myself and doing the things I love, which could be the equivalent of the other guy going golfing, the other guy going for a run, the other girl going you know, to jujitsu class or whatever the case is, if I had taken that time to do something for myself, Perhaps I would have had a better outcome. Why? Because I'm at the center of all my success. So if I am burnt out and worn down, I am no longer of service. I am no longer as capable of doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So as the owner operator at the time uh, of, of my gym, as the solopreneur, as, a, as it were, there's no entrepreneurship in that whatsoever. I was a job owner. I owned my own job. I was actually less good at that job <laughs> because I worked it so hard, which is so totally ridiculous. Um, anyway, so I got to a point then where you do start making the decision. So I already alluded to like, man, there's a cleaning person who quoted me with 1500 bucks one, one, at one time. And I'm like, I don't have 1500 bucks. So I just didn't hire him, which was just silly. Um, but what it comes down to, what the decision-making process is, is how do I let go of all these little things how do I let go of that? Sweeping, taking care of my books, um, whatever it is. There's, there's a million things that go into um, life. <laughs> there's a million things that go into um, business. There's a million things that go into running a household. A bunch of processes that need to be worked and kept consistently. And, you know, if you let yourself fall into only doing those things constantly, you're never, you're, you, people say, oh, I don't have time for that. The fact of the matter is everybody has to do the same stuff to live. Everybody has to sleep, eat. Yeah, that's it. 
if you sleep and eat, you can stay alive. Put some clothes on your back and you're good to go. You can stay alive. So then, so then the question becomes, well, I don't, if I'm not, if, if survival is taken care of, because if you're like, if you're listening to this from your iPhone, right. Or in your car, your basic survival is taken care of. You are not going to die of starvation or you're not going to die from lack of shelter. If you're sitting here listening to this, I promise you, cause you're, cause you're listening from a $1,200 iPhone. So that begets the question. If survival is taken care of, what does thriving actually mean to me? What does thriving actually mean to me? Which means what do I want out of this life? And so if you can, if you can really, really wrap your head around that, that you do not have to worry about survival. Worst case scenario, I don't know. Whatever happens, they come and take all my money, my house, my car. I go to a homeless shelter. I still don't die. I still don't die. So when you really accept that, because it's true, if you're listening to this, then you have to look at what do I want out of life? Because that's what I really have to focus on now is thriving. I don't have to focus on survival. I get to focus on thriving, which means what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do? What do I want to do? So many people are like, man, I have to do this. I have to do that. You don't have to do shit. You don't have to do anything. You get to do what you want to do. Now, if you can accept that and you can move into that place of like, what, what does life actually mean to me? Like, what do I actually want to get out of this thing? Now, now you have a choice to, to make decisions about yes or no. Am I in or am I out? Right? What do I want? And if I'm clear on what I want, here's the decision-making process I use. You're going to have to excuse my language. It's either a hell yes or it's a fuck no. So when somebody, when you are presented with an opportunity, you need to flex this muscle. When you are presented with a way that you are going to spend time, because time is your life, you can never get that time back. If it is not a hell yes, I want to do that. Like, I want to do that either just for the sake of doing it. There's no rhyme or reason to why I want to do it. I just do. And that's a, it's a hell yes because of that. Awesome. If it's a hell yes because I know that doing this thing is a part of a bigger picture goal or, or, or plan that I have for my life or my, or my relationships or whatever. It's, it's literally like it's, it's, it's not the most exciting thing in and of itself, but it's a part of a bigger picture of the desires of my heart. It's a hell yes. Do it. But guys, if it is anything else, run, <laughs> run, do not do that thing. Get away from it as fast as you can, as fast as you can. So some people will be like, well, I never, I'll never, you know, want to work, working out will never be a hell yes for me. Well, then don't do it. You, you will not die if you don't work out. Period. Well, I never want to watch what I eat. Okay, then don't, right? Like literally, if you like literally if you don't ever want to work out and you don't ever want to watch what you eat, you can have a whole bunch of medications that can regulate your blood sugar for you, and you have those cool rascal scooters that you can drive around the store so you don't have to walk when you get too big or too unfit to walk. And you can and, and you can live. You will not die. You will not die. Not acutely. You might die. You might have a little bit lower life expectancy, but modern medicine is just pulling, pulling 
people through life into longer and longer life. So, I mean, you don't really have to worry about it. But maybe if you're like, man, I don't love the concept of working out, which by the way, I do. But here's why I love it. Because I don't look at things as like, I don't look at things as if this is, you know, an isolated incident. I look at the who first. As in, who do I want to become? Who is the future me? And, you know, I look at all the things that I want in my life. I look at all the things I want to do, all the, all the things I want to build, all the things I'm privileged enough to sit here and be like, man, I get to map out my own life. And I look at what do I want to do and who do I have to become to do those things? And now, when I look into the future, I'm like, man... That dude, that future me, man, he wants to build a big ass business. That means I have to become somebody who loves risk. I have to become somebody who loves staying really sharp, staying on top of their game mentally, which means they have to love staying, you know, disciplined with their sleep and their food and their workouts. I have to become the, I want I, like, dude, I, I want to become the dude who crushes it in business, but also crushes it in, in fitness too. Like I don't just want the fricking Range Rover, dude. I want the Range Rover and I want to step out of it and look like Superman. So in order for me to become that, I have to love my workouts. It's crazy, right? So now when I have this vision in my head of like who I want to be and what I want to do and who I have to become to to do those things, now the decision becomes a hell yes. Because I see, I see that future in my head, right? I see that future. I see, I see myself like on an awesome vacation with my two teenage boys. They're two years old right now, by the way. So this is a little bit in the future. So yeah, they're two years old. When my kids are 16, I'm going to be like 52 years old, you know, and I see myself as a jacked 52 year old so that when I take my kids on this amazing vacation on the beach, I take my shirt off and like, man, I hope I can catch up to you one day, (laughs) you know, whereas like, you know, I don't have to be like, I don't have to sit there and tell them, oh, well, when I was your age, I had a six pack too. No, I'm going to be like, hey, hopefully, hopefully you can be as jacked as me one day. Keep working. (laughs) And I'm okay with admitting that, you know, I don't, I don't see myself in the future being like, well, I want to be somebody who's soft and telling my kids about how I used to be hard. Like, no, uh, -uh. not having it. Anyway, when I see that picture in my head, now my decisions be to, to take care of what I eat, my decision to not drink this month, my decision to go to bed at nine o'clock instead of cruising, you know, YouTube and Instagram till 11, they become hell yeses because why? Because I have that vision that I'm moving towards. And, I, and I, I, I see that vision so clearly and I want it so badly. It's, it's the, the desire that's literally written on my heart. It's what I was put here to do. So anything in alignment with that is a hell yes. And so now, now when things come up, when I have that clarity that, that are not a hell yes, there's no such thing as a no anymore. Everything is a fuck no that doesn't align with who I want to become and what I want to do. Everything. And there's so many times 
And guys, if you if you're not going to hear me uh, stop saying the word clarity, I will discuss clarity until until you understand it. Knowing what you want is everything. Knowing what you want is everything. And the reason people fall into these traps of uh, I'm not sure what to do. It's because they don't know what they want. So, of course, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. So, I don't know. Should I do this or should I do that? They're indecisive. I don't know. I I want this, but I should do that. Right? I should have been happy with my forerunner, but fuck it. I bought the Raptor. I don't care. You know? I don't know if... There's a lot of people who could who will, who will, who will talk a whole bunch of crap about buying a new car. I don't know what to tell you. I've been burned on used cars too many times. I buy them new now. And the point is, that's not the point is a lot of financial planners that don't, don't don't buy a new car. I don't care, man. I don't care. I like I don't want to be liable for some lemon. I will pay the I understand that I'm losing the 15% or whatever. I don't care. That, that's one decision because, because the question is, you know, what do you want for yourself? Well, I want a car that's completely dependable. That, I want a car where if anything goes wrong, I just go to the dealer and they fix it. So therefore, when somebody presents to me a quote unquote good deal of a car or like this makes financial sense to, to buy the two year old car that's got, nope, not, nope, I don't want it. I don't want it. That's a fuck no for me. Why? Because I know exactly what I want. And I don't care what Dave Ramsey says about buying new cars. I don't. And there's so many things that can get in your head. There's so many shoulds that can get in your head. I want this, but I should do that. Dude, get super clear on what you want. It's super clear on what you want. There will no longer be shoulds. There will no longer be shoulds. Because I'm telling you right now, embrace this fully. And decision making will become easy for you. Embrace this fully. You are not going to die. You are listening to me on a $1,200 iPhone with $200 AirPods driving a $50,000 car. You're going to go park that car. In a $500,000, $600,000, $700,000 house. And you're going to have a fridge full of food. You are not worried about survival. You're not. Embrace that. Know that. There's so many people who get caught up and like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. Like, no, you don't, man. You're free. Our ancestors have done all the work for you to make surviving really, really easy. And when you know that, you're like, when you really embrace that on a conscious level, let it seep in your unconscious, I am not going to die. I am not going to die. Then you can get past that surviving. You can really start to embrace, well, what do I want then? Because if now I, I know that survival is taken care of, what does thriving look like for me? And when you get very clear on what thriving looks like for you, what is the life that you want to build? What are the things you want to do for yourself? Yes, for yourself. And I'm going to explain that one more second. What are the things you want to do for yourself? Decision-making becomes very clear. 
So now there's the other part where it's like, well, what about myself? Like, I don't want to be selfish. And what about, well, I, I got to put my kids first and I got to put my wife first. And, uh, you know, I got to, I, I can't be greedy. I got to give to the world. Listen, man, or woman contribution comes contribution comes from you doing the things that only you can do and that's a combination of your unique gifts and talents so make sure that you are developing your unique gifts and talents and make sure you are pursuing the desires that are on your heart that is your that is your thumbprint that is your unique thumbprint that only you can bring to this world and when you are living from that place when you are living from that place you are contributing in a couple of ways. You're contributing. You're contributing at your highest level of giving all your gifts back to the world. All the talents, all the gifts, all the visions that you were born with, you're bringing them into reality. And you're contributing back into the world. That's the highest level of contribution you can have. But secondly, and this might, this, I mean, these, these are right next to each other in terms of order of importance. But secondly, you are showing other people what is possible when you live from that place and you are giving them here's the important part you are giving them permission to live from that place as well so when i think about my kids right i'm not trying to be a martyr for them sorry i'm not trying to be an example like i'm trying to be a freaking superhero for them i'm trying to show them what's possible when you shed all the layers of conditioning of what you should be doing and you go after what you really want. Because I refuse to live my life in a way that I wouldn't give my kids advice on to live life the same way. So if I'm going to sit here and tell my kids, oh man, the world is your oyster. Go after it. Do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Um, Live your dreams. Reach your potential. And I'm going to say all that shit. But then I'm going to sit here in... And let my physical health go to shit so I can chase a career for a paycheck that I'm only in my head doing to survive. That's ridiculous. That's called being a hypocrite. And when you do that, when the words you speak are not in alignment with the life that you live, your kids are going to pick up on that anyway. And they're just going to start rejecting all of your messages. Reject, 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 because it's not coming from a place of alignment. So if you can line up what you want, if you can live from that place and really bring your life into alignment, really live the life that you were put here to live by developing your talents and by creating the vision that was written on your heart, you will have more contribution than any other way possible. And what's more important, you will never have to decide again if something is worth your time or not. Because there's the alignment. It's either a hell yes or it's a fuck no. And the more clear you are on what you want, the easier it is to make those decisions. All right. Talk to you guys soon.